When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to Stop Cossack Time. Uh, it's a very special end of season Stop Hammer Time, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to uh, do two shows. Uh, this will be in two parts. If you're listening to this, this part of the show will end and another one will start, which will be a completely uh, Phil Parks focused uh, podcast. In the meantime, Phil is here with us. Uh, Phil Parks is here in the building. Let's have a round of applause for Phil. Come on. This, uh... We've had a few of the boys from 86 on, haven't we, Jim? The first, yes. remember? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, the early years, in the early years, uh, we managed to convince Frankie Mack to come on yeah. uh, by doing the podcast at the offices of Heat magazine <laughs> and basically laying out a kind of a... Tra- you know when, like, Wiley Coyote lays out seed for the roadrunner to follow? We, Frankie Mack, we laid out a long trail... No, not of cocaine. Of, uh, of attractive 18-year-old researchers uh, for, 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 for Frankie Mack to just try and pick up and follow up some stairs into the offices of Heat magazine. And he did that. Yeah. And, and we were, you know... Yeah, he fell for it. He he fell yeah, for it, yeah. yeah. We were delighted with that. And then I think, yeah. was Wardy next, Jim? Uh, yes, I think so. Wardy yeah. was fantastic. Uh, in fact, Phil, uh, you'll like this. The, uh, we went to the pub afterwards with Wardy, and the QPR oh. podcast people were there, uh, and they came up and sort of talked to us until Wardy turned around and went, you know what just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, made them leave. <laughs> what was going to say? Did he have a Because yeah. <laughs> hey, I think Wardy could see our eyes slightly going to heaven. And Wardy just turned around and said, hey, you know, come on, lads. Fuck off. <laughs> Which was yes. great. Uh, Cotty, obviously. Cotty, yeah. who's got a new scrapbook of podcasts he's done. <laughs> he keeps another podcast scrapbook now. Uh, then uh, Georgie Georgie, Paris. yeah. Yeah, Julian. Uh, yeah, well, I was talking about the boys of '86, but but outside of that, we've had uh, Mad Dog and Julian, obviously. But I think of all of those people we've had, it might not be so universally held that they were the best player in that position. No, I agree. Yeah. Possibly Julian. Yeah. It might be considered to be West Ham's best left oh, back. Oh, big Frank. But the man with us now. Phil Parks is the best goalkeeper 
West Ham United ever had. Without question. Without the best question. Goalkeeper, the best goalkeeper they ever had. That's, that's the first we can kind of... I mean, you know, I think there's a strong argument for most of those guys... Maybe not Mad Dog and George, but uh, but Frankie Mac was fantastic. Obviously, TC fantastic, but Phil is head and shoulders above not only us, <laughs> not only us. Wrong product. I never did that advert. Yeah, no, no. Why didn't you get that? That would have been the perfect ad for you. That's Joe Hart, and he does that. I should uh, probably just read a bit of sports reportage from from the time you were playing. Uh, I found this piece of uh, reporting. At the end of 90 minutes, keeping goal, <laughs> Phil was beat. Well, that's typical of West Ham, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging on and then conceding in the 91st minute. That's, that's what we do. Phil was beat. He was wet. He was dirty. And his hair looked as if it had stopped everything Big Tosh had thrown at him. This is Harry Harris in the Daily Mirror, I think. This is, uh... Back in the dressing room after a good hot shower, Phil dried and combed his hair... Sprayed his hair with Cossack hairspray. This, it's like Fifty Shades of Grey. It's like, this, is, this is the Cossack. Sort of without the sex bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Fifty, 50 Shades of Andy Grey. Uh, it's like that. Except the women are treated slightly better. <laughs> the women are treated. In, in Fifty Shades of Andy Grey, there's no sex, but they just have to hoover. <laughs> it's about a woman that gets hired as a personal assistant. It just has to do housework. <laughs> but uh, uh, that was the Cossack ad, but you did. It was a Cossack yeah, ad, yeah. but I've got to, yeah, you've got to put it into perspective what, um, what happens. When the, the guy came along to me, a um, fellow named Dave Smith, and he was a, a friend of mine, and he, he threw a, f- a friend of a friend of his. He kind of, there was a, a rally driver, if you can remember him, named Roger Clark. Oh, yeah. He yeah, did yeah. the advert for years. He did the Cossack advert where he took his racing um, helmet off and, you know, shook his head and it was like, whoa, just got... You know, look as though you've just come straight out of the changing room. And, and obviously he had, but we... we um, he said to me, he said, they're looking to replace him. He's a little bit old now and they want to try mm. someone else. And then, so they... The Nicky Lauder? First <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, dreadful. I'm so sorry. I panicked. I'm sorry, I panicked. I just, I, yeah. But the first thing they had to have was a good head of hair. So... That was the thing that, you know, he said, he said, you've got a lot of hair, they would like you to do it, you know. So, OK, we'll cut a long story short, we ended up filming the ad. But the, the ad took, it was on for 30 seconds, it took three whole days to film this thing, it was with all kinds of things. Um, and it, it, was, it was really, really weird, because at the end of it... Um, Gailey Gailey comes up to me and says, um, you know, all these years later, well, you should take the piss out of me so much. Well, how much did you get for that? Again, stupid advert. Anyway, you know, and he kept on and on. I never, ever told him. And then we were lining up with a a Boys of 86 reunion thing. We were having a photo done. And uh, he he was standing at the side of me and he just went, you've never, ever told me, he said, how much you got for that? And I went, oh, you drive me mad. I said... If you must know, I got two-thirds of a year's wages for doing it. It took three days to film, and then that was it. And I just stood there like that, and he went, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He went, honestly? I went, yeah. He went, 
oh, I said, oh fuck, I'm going to show up now, he said. And, I, and my, <laughs> that was it, he shot him dead. Yeah. But the, I've always said that the, the, the thing was that I did it. I actually did it blind because when they said Cossack, I th- immediately thought he was Cossack vodka. Uh, oh, I didn't even yeah. think of hairspray. So, of course, yeah, you know, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's great. Cause and what did that hairspray taste it. like? It's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never ever got desperate enough. But I never ever used it. No, no. honestly, apart from the advert. We used to, the one, one, one bit of the advert was meant that you had to go and f- um, in the dressing room, and they did this at QPR. And they had to have a few of the extras. Johnny Hollins was in it, and there was a couple of the other players. And they did this scene from in there, and they you know, were blowing dry ice in there, so that it's, you know, shower steam. Uh, and so basically, I just had to stand there, spray my hair with a um, Cossack hairspray. They'd film it. We did all the voice dogs in another day. Uh, and then they'd go, OK, that's fine, let's cut. Phil, go and have your hair washed and blow dried again, and we'll go again. And I must have had this done about five or six times. And in the end, I just turned and I said, can you tell me what's different between any of these? Yeah, yeah. And they went, no, well, we've got to... T-. I said, I think we've had enough now, don't yeah, you? Yeah, so let me friggin' so. air wash six times and blow dry it. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> Two-thirds of your annual salary, though, that's... Uh, was that's good. 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 I mean, it, yeah. it's not the same salaries that they get nowadays, but believe no, me, no, it was yeah. still... still a chunk of chunk. It was handy. very, very handy. good. Yeah. So, yeah, so that... It's the only time I've ever seen Tony Gale speechless. So <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, well worth it. Um, all right, so uh, let's... We'll talk more uh, uh, about... Uh, uh, hair uh, in uh, the <laughs> second of these podcasts. In the meantime, the season is over. Uh, yes. We uh, we played Newcastle United on the last game of the season. Yeah. Did we? With us this week on the podcast to talk about this are Jim Grant. Good evening. Yeah. And regular guest Don the Don Peretta. Now, you two went to the game. But we did, yes. We, we, did, yes. The we did. Uh, Not I, together. You had very we, different we, we went separately. Yeah. But yeah, we did yeah. try to meet up and failed. Yeah. Um, now, I had an interesting experience because uh, one of the uh, members of the Facebook group, Richard Johnson, uh, who lives up in the northeast, mm-hmm. uh, works up there and, and knows various people who have uh, access to a box. It's a corporate box. So I went to a Newcastle corporate box, my first ever corporate sports experience. Yeah. Uh, I didn't understand a word anybody said <laughs> Jim, uh, for the that entire is so afternoon. Racist. <laughs> that is so racist. That's yeah, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that was actually the, the, one of the tenets of UKIP's election campaign. <laughs> it was, yeah. Was, do yeah, you yeah. want life to be like a, a Newcastle United <laughs> box, executive box? Um, what did yeah. you... Well, uh, it's basically what? Scotland, isn't it, really? Jim, come on. Jim, we're, trying to build, we're trying to build bridges here, Jim. Not, 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 I've got not plenty of those in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. You're just a shit team from Scotland is my, oh. one of my favourite ever chance. So, fellas, uh, what did you make of the game? Phil and I didn't go. Well, it, it was kind of a depressing... I mean, it's curious, isn't it, that experience of... I've not done it many times. I mean, some of you, no doubt, will. When you're watching the game with opposition supporters, it is a kind of curious business. And they were so tense and so kind of up for it, you know, so worried, really, about the, the situation. Um, so part of me secretly hoped we'd kind of absolutely piss on their parade, <laughs> uh, but part of me was a bit worried about what might happen if we did. Yeah. Um, and actually, I'd, I'd said to... Uh, there were a couple of people who went on this kind of rather swish elevator on the way up to the... Um, the corporate box, and I had said to some this of the is people... A, this is a kind uh, of an indictment of what Jim's like, is that he's worried about what things happen what, when things kick off yeah. in an executive box. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Well, you say executive box, but it was very muscly and tattooed, the, the kind of atmosphere in there. Um, they, and uh, they might, they might, it's quite, you know, they might, it's quite intimidating. And I'm, you know, I'm only That's small. very unconvincing, Jim. Yeah, okay. Uh, but I said on the way up, look, you, know, you, you couldn't wish to be playing uh, better opposition in the situation you're in. We will just roll over and you can tickle our tummies. And that is exactly what happened. Yes, it, did. it was another pusillanimous. You know, f- pathetic performance. The rustling of thesauruses then erupted. Yeah, <laughs> I ran it. Well, yeah, it was. Uh, we were terrible. First half, we were absolutely just, uh, just not at it at all. Did we create a chance in the first half? I think no. there was that one, one moment yeah. where Downing was in, wasn't there, and sort of kind of didn't finish as usual. And there was a sort of kind of you know Valencia sort of dived in an attempt to get a penalty, and that, I mean, and that was about it really. Um, and they, they were just... It was so obvious they were nervous and edgy mm. and there for the taking. If you just had a kind of ounce of kind of, you know, aggression mm. and at-it-ness, we could, have, we could have, you know, we could have really, really spoiled their party. I mean, that's an indictment of the kind of second half of the season, in a way, isn't it? Uh, Phil, what do, you make of, uh, the, what do you make of the kind of second half of this season? Um, well, the second half of the season is um, from December the 20th. We beat Leicester 2-0 at home. Um, and then we went on this amazing run, if you like, <laughs> of getting 15 <laughs> points out of a possible 60 um, out of 20 games. I mean, mm. I, I think it's absolutely scandalous because had we not got those earlier points, we would have been in the same position, if not worse, than what Newcastle were Definitely, at the end of the season. And that really worries me. Um, uh, I think there's a couple of reasons for it, which we can talk about in a minute, but I think, <laughs> I think one... <laughs> the biggest one is a manager don't know what the fucking hell he's doing <laughs> <laughs> oh you know, yeah and it hasn't and it, and it hasn't for a long long time but um, but I, th- I think it's also I think it's, it's become uh, in the end a little bit of a personal vendetta against Gold and Sullivan more so Sullivan than Gold and that and, that, and, that, we're, we're, and, and the fans a little yeah. bit yeah because I mean he stuck to when he did the, the, the uh, when he put his cupped his Hand to his ear at the whole game last year. That finished me completely with him. Yeah, yeah I agree. And most I, was of born us, th- yeah. I was born three miles away from the guy. We, 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 we share a lot of similarities when we were young. Uh, we played for the same schoolboy side, although I'm four years older than him, but we played in the same area side and everything else. And then he sort of, his career, I, I came down south and he went up north. And, and so I've always kind of thought, well, yeah, he's a good old boy. And then till I actually came to West Ham and then obviously I changed my mind big time about him. But as a guy, I haven't got no problems with him. But as a man, when he, he disrespected the fans on that day, that finished me completely with him. I had no time whatsoever for him after that. It's no, that... very strange, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it we, we went to QPR away and obviously, you know, you have big connections with both teams. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, with, with, a, with a stretched squad and uh, an injured Sacco and, and less attacking options, the one thing you do have is three substitutions. And he just made one and wandered around on the touchline. And, you know, Nene Amalfitano, he didn't even use them. And I thought, that's like a man sulking. Well, on, on, like on, on Sunday sulking. we had yeah. defender for defender for no apparent reason. It didn't seem to me that Bert was, was, was injured. <clears throat> and then uh, midfielder for attacker. <laughs> mm. um, and you think, well, hang on, this, this seems completely pointless. Yes, it's strange, isn't it? It's like yeah. a public sulk. And, yeah. and, I mean, you know, you'd sort of think that... Uh, uh, a, a team that might ultimately 
take him as a manager would sort of look at that and go, is that, yeah. you know, is that how you operate? Do you... And the feeble way they came out after, after half-time, you just... I, I, I turned to Richard as we were watching, I said, well, it's just a matter of time before we're just inviting them to score here. They didn't come out with any kind of, kind of you know, we'd not played well in the first half, but there was no sense that the team had had any kind of, kind of boot up their backside or any kind of rethink tactically, and we instantly kind of ceded yeah. possession and ground to them, you know. Was... I mean, that second half contained the most completely shit sequence of football I've seen in years. We get a free kick. Downing sets up to take it. The centre-backs go forward for a, for a ball into the box. Cresswell, meanwhile, is doing up his bootlace, uh, which you won't have seen on the telly. Uh, and uh, Downing decides to play it back to him. Too short, underweighted pass. Newcastle rush out of defence. Cresswell miscontrols the ball, and suddenly they have a four-on-one against our goalkeeper, which they pass to him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just—that uh, just, uh, was, oh, was, was the best was, moment of the game. It was, uh, it was hilarious it was and highly. Yeah, yeah. That's what entertaining football is all about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, to, to add another good word, supine. I thought the performance. Was, oh, terrible! You know, the best really bit was that Adrian save, and, and the chant that followed it was deafening. Um, but other than that, it was an utterly forgettable game. The, only, the other good bit was David Gold did a walk... Uh, anyone else here went, went there, but David Gold did a walkthrough of our, of our stand and he got a round of applause all the way along, which oh, I thought good. was very good. nice. That's good. good. That's good. And Mike uh, Ashley wouldn't have got the same thing, I don't think. Yeah. But if you, if you were to think... I mean, if, if one of those disallowed um, Hull goals had, had, had accounted, mm, and, mm. Kind of, we've had one... You know, well, well you know, we've had situations yeah, yeah, yeah. where you know, goals against us have gone a bit like that, like the Chelsea one that was offside earlier on. You know, they sometimes get given, don't they? Mm. Um, they would have had every right to look at our performance and say, that's disgraceful. That's absolutely disgraceful. We yeah, really yeah. didn't yeah. bother at all. I think it's quite amazing as well that, to think that uh, Steve Bruce and Allardyce are big pals. Are big too. mates, yeah. Very yeah. big pals. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure when um, Allardyce gave him five days off after the Everton game, yeah. Yeah. Steve yeah. Bruce wouldn't have been yeah, too yeah. happy about yeah, that. It's but, a real, it's but a... don't you think that it, it suggests that Allardyce is known for a very long time that he wasn't going to get his contract renewed, yeah. and he yeah. couldn't give I, a shit. I, now, the yeah, public yeah. sulk is extraordinary. Feature, I mean, that yeah, has been yeah. a feature, I think, of Sam, is that we, we often... We, we, we turn up in away games to the extent that we could be the kind of... the other half of their squad in fluorescent bibs, and we sort of give them a bit of a game. It's not, it's not like some of those games... Uh, under say Harry, where we we would get beat six nil, but but win our home games, you know, yeah. uh, win away from home. But we we sort of participate in the game, but just about, you know. Uh, and uh, I wonder what that's about. Well, it's it a, started in you know, the away he, game at Stamford Bridge, didn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, yeah. you know, any intention whatsoever yes, of competing? I agreed. agreed. And, then, and that just kind of became the cancer. It took hold. It took hold. Absolutely right. And I think I, I think. I would be interested to know exactly how soon, fundamentally, Allardyce and basically the players as well knew that he wasn't, he wasn't going to be around because the that, that, that kind of whole atrophy that is set in this season seems to be entirely down to this fact that... And is it because... I mean, I, you know, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Is it because the owners, uh, the, the chairman, didn't have 
didn't want to spend the money on sacking him early, if they knew they weren't going to renew his contract, should they have got rid of him earlier and brought, you know, given the, the person who was going to replace him a bit of time to, mm. to start building a relationship with the squad? Yeah, Trevor Drain made that point on the Facebook group. And I thought that was a kind of a good point. The only thing I thought that might mm. uh, be a kind of counter-argument is that Sometimes more managers become available. Yeah, at these I, ends I, I, of I'm not sure that's necessarily sort of the case, manage, but I mean, it's yeah. an interesting thought, isn't it? And uh, yeah, yeah. I think if if you if you look, see, if you look at uh, at the situation with the first half of the season, I think it would have been very very difficult to sack him because mm. yeah. of the results yeah, yeah, we got. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, it's yeah, impossible. Yeah. You know, you yeah, can't yeah. turn around and go and sack him, and then and, and even all the fans would go, "Well, what are you doing?" You know, you you had the perfect chance to sack him last year when the results were bad. Yeah. But you know, you now you're sacking him and the results are good. Yeah. No, fair enough. Um, no, no, I think that's so. I think that's kept him in the job. Right. Looking at it from the outside, but also from the inside, did you get a feeling that that's what was going on? That the lack of effort had something to do with the secret that everyone knew. Oh, without doubt. I think I kind of secretly knew it in my heart that he was going a long, long time ago. I, right. th- I think as soon as, even when we were having a good run before Christmas, I knew, before we started in this in the Depression, if you like, I, I knew that deep down that he was going to go. What uh, have you generally you know, made of the last sort of two or three years with Sam? I, uh, um, I, I now I've, I've got the feeling from Julian that... He, he didn't like Sam. All that Julian, much. From, Julian, from don't like. I was with Julian last Friday, and believe yeah, me, he don't yeah. like Sam. The, like uh, I, I think I picked up on something. From yeah. Julian, um, when they when they brought him in, I mean, is uh, Bolton were probably Bolton were the Wimbledon of the of the modern age, if you like. They were horrible and boring to play against, but they ground out results. And Big Sam kept him in the league all the time. And this has led to the fallacy that Big Sam will always keep you in the league. And what's mm-hmm. such a load of crap that is? Because it's proved in the second half of this season, you know, that it, it's not going to happen. Uh, he's going to walk straight into another job, possibly Sunderland. Yeah. You know, yeah, and is yeah. he going to keep them up? If he goes to Sunderland, you have a 50 yeah. quid on them going down next yeah, year, I tell you. Because I don't think he has got a clue as a manager. I'll give you a couple of perfect examples of that. We're playing Manchester City at home. We're 2-0 up. We score the second goal. Valencia is terrorising Vincent Company. Now, Vincent yeah, yeah, Company, yeah, 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 yeah. to me, is one of the best defenders in Europe. Absolutely honest as a day, but, but really, really a good player. Valencia absolutely terrorised him. He brought him down. He should have actually been sent off if you saw the game, if you were there. Yes, he should have been sent yeah, off. He should have been, yeah. But right. he kept him on. We scored the second goal. He takes Valencia off. And brings on our old favourite Carlton Cole, mm. right? And so you go from a greyhound to a donkey, and then what you got? Nothing. You got? I well, know. Go on. I know he's all our favourites, yeah. but it's probably a good. Yeah. I think it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Far as pace goes, yeah. A nice donkey. Well, everyone. A nice donkey. A loyal donkey that you that you'd see on Blackpool Pleasure Beach. A li- that you'd like to want to ride on. <laughs> That's the one. Not one who's working in the fields no. out in Greece or yeah. somewhere. No. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Now, we've agree- now we've agreed that we're all right. Yeah. So, but no, he did that. He did that. And within, within two minutes of bringing him on, and it's not, nothing to do with him bringing him on, why they got, but Silva scored a great goal. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were under so much pressure because yes. what he'd done, he changed the whole dynamics of the game. Yeah. He wasn't injured. He just took him off. Yeah, He's done this yeah. a couple of times. He did it against Manchester United and they equalised in the last minute. Yeah. You, you've got no out ball anymore. You yeah, know, you can't knock yeah. a ball down there and say, go on, Colton, get that. 
before next Wednesday. You can't do that. You just got to go and Valencia knock it in there, and he's going to run his heart out for you. I think that's been one of my big sort of problems with him, particularly this sort of second, this this kind of dreadful run we've been on, because he comes with a kind of a kind of sort of uh, a kind of package of, of. of reputed things that he does, like he'll make you hard to beat. And to be fair, early on, you know, in the championship and in the first season of the Premier League, he did that to an extent. But then we were going to be brilliant at set pieces. We're shit at set pieces. Yeah. We're supposed to defend set pieces brilliantly. We time and again last season we conceded from set pieces. Yeah. A lot of the things he's supposed to be good at as a manager. Actually, we've been a bit rubbish at. And, mm-hmm. and, and fitness, our players have blown out their asses in the last 10 minutes, which is why time and again we concede late on in games. And, and, and so this is all supposed to be the stuff he does. Of playing one up and playing Valencia as the holding striker. When he, mm-hmm. he just can't do can't it. Can't do it. No. Clearly, like Maiga couldn't do it. His strength is over the top. Yeah, over the top, running onto the ball. Yeah, yeah. And getting there before the fullback. Yeah. I mean, one of the great things, and he actually admitted to this, Big Sam, then, didn't we? We, beat, we lost to Crystal Palace, didn't we? 3-1. And he said, he came out and said, we, we knew that their strength was set pieces, so we've been working on them all week. And their three <laughs> yeah, goals yeah, were frigging yeah, set yeah, pieces. Good job. Unbelievable. So... Yeah. You know, if you, okay, you do that, but you don't admit to yeah. be working on them all um, week. However, as someone said earlier on in discussion, that we're under a new manager with a different philosophy, a front three, don't forget he's still on the books, of Maiga, Sacco and Valencia, yeah. all quick, all willing to pray. That could be yeah, quite yeah. a frightening just, prospect. You, you have mentioned, you've mentioned the big swear word for me there. My eager. My eager. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The thing about him is he's left footed. And so, and is I, he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in all sorts of ways. <laughs> so was so Long John Silver, but I'd have him my team first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I know what you're saying, Phil, but to be fair to my eager, he was never really given a chance <laughs> to show what he could do in the role that he could do it in. Again, he was also isolated as a lone man up front, and he couldn't play like that. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to change the world, but, you know... He scored he was given a, a winning shake. goal at White Hart Lane, yeah, and exactly. I was there, and I would always <laughs> love him a little bit now. for that. And the third goal against Chelsea, wasn't it? Did he score the third goal against Chelsea? He did, uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk... In a minute, we'll move along to, uh, uh, you know, where we're going, uh, the new manager talk, signings, all that stuff. But in the, in the interim... Um, as some of you may know, as a season ticket holder, I get uh, emails from certain personalities in the club. Uh, sometimes they're from players, or sometimes they're from people within the organisation of the club. And uh, today, in quite a hurry, I got... Uh, <laughs> I uh, was very busy today. <laughs> I, got, uh, I got one from, um, uh, you know, if you're a season ticket holder, there, there's some obviously sort of algorithm that puts your question name at the beginning of it as if it's from yeah. someone in the club. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know, so it's to be to me. Uh, I'll, I'll try and do it justice. Uh, 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 here we go. So, um, uh, hello, Philip. <laughs> David Sullivan here. Well, last week saw the end of another campaign. Myself, Sugar Tits, and David Gold <laughs> still courageously clinging to life like Andy Carroll's kneecaps to the rest of his legs. And wrestling with death like Oliver Reed and Alan Bates in front of that fire in whatever that film was. We'd like to thank you for another season of support. 
The parting of ways with Sam and ourselves was amicable, which was good because making someone's death look like an accident is never easy. (laughs) Just ask Roman Abramovich. Although Roman does it so often that occasionally, just for a laugh, he'll make an accident look like murder, just to mix things up a bit. You may recall that when we sacked Avram Grant, we had to borrow a room from Wigan boss Dave Whelan. This meant listening to his fucking story about breaking his leg in the cup (laughs) final. (laughs) Plus, he billed us for it. We should have just hired the room and used it to beat the shit out of him. So now, we always take a special porter cabin with us to all away games, just in case we need to fire someone. It's got a trap door, but the RSPCA complained that there wasn't enough clearance underneath it for a decent-sized shark tank. So we had to abandon that plan, and instead there's a system of rotating blades. It's traditional when leaving a job to play a practical joke on the next guy, like that Labour bloke when he left a note for the Tories after they won the election. He left a note saying there was no money left. And Sam's no exception. When the new bloke walks in, Sam has arranged for someone to come up to him and say, uh, Hello, me name's Andy. I cost £15 million. Pound. <laughs> Hang on, I'll gun and get Matt. <laughs> And so the search for a new manager begins. We've received lots of applications to that, so that ad we put on Gumtree looks to have been a complete waste of money. (laughs) Those of you familiar with the promotion chase in the Turkmenistan second division can't can't help but have been impressed by the incredible job Gurhat Satbanafar has done on incredibly limited resources. Utilising a diamond formation of 1-2-3-2-1, he has successfully overcome his innumeracy and the fact that that's only nine players. (laughs) He's done this by employing revolutionary motivational techniques. (coughs) These techniques consist of extortion and kidnapping, so it's even more extraordinary that Gerhat has managed the entire campaign whilst in prison. (laughs) Incredibly, Gerhat conducts his team talks during visiting hours, each team member taking turns to talk to him through the glass via the telephone, except the captain, who is allowed conjugal visits. (laughs) Gerhat is very much a front-runner for the job. We received a very professional document from fan favourite Paolo Di Canio, who outlined a strategy for a more attacking style whilst defending from front to back. He also promised to overhaul our European scouting system with special emphasis on Serie A, whilst at the same time committing firmly to the youth system and loaning promising youngsters to League One and Two teams to gain valuable experience. All in all, it was an impressive presentation. And the fact that it was written in human (laughs) faeces... in no way compromised its impressiveness. Anyway, I've got to leave the house to come and do this podcast, and I don't even sound like this. Come on, you irons. Interesting. Wow. 
That's incredible. <laughs> you can go home now, Phil, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 this is what happens on this podcast. Yeah. Tragically, it's a, there's going yeah. to be a poem in a minute. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Poor Sorry. Phil. Afraid so. Sorry. Um, so, uh, yes, what do we think? There's been a lot of, uh, you know, talk of managerial coming yes, to A lot of the rumour mill is uh, very much in operation. There was a little bit of talk about on the Facebook page that uh, a new manager or the strong possibility of a new manager may be revealed this very well, Jim, have you got ITK something? sources, although Don is our ITK Don, Don is sort the... of, you know, aficionado. Are you keeping something from me and Phil? <coughs> uh, well, yeah, a little bit. Um, no, the source is very close to uh, the, 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 the team, the management team at Seville, suggests Sevilla. that conversations, talks, serious talks, are taking place between Mr Emery and the club as we speak. Dick Emery. Dick Emery. <laughs> Yeah. We think that's great over here. This oh, we yeah. think that's brilliant. That's yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Um, there's, there's also talk that kind of Milan are after him as well. And I, right. you know, one wonders mm, whether yes. they might be a slightly Possibly more attractive more proposition. To, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's, uh, you know, that would be interesting. Uh, this, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's the talk of uh, he will keep you in the premiership. That's, um, my argument that is that 17 managers keep their teams in the Premiership every year. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, that, 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 that is a, it's a slightly silly argument, and Phil sort of kind of dealt with that, really, in, mm-hmm. in a way, earlier on, very eloquently. I mean, uh, I think what we're facing now is, the, is, is what we're all dreaming of is kind of, you know, revolution. Some, 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 a manager is going to come in with a kind of philosophy and approach to, to playing the game that is going to be much more in tune with what fans want to see, who's going to kind of get the club, is going to be kind of passionate, but also kind of, you know, modern and, and you know, bring a kind of a, a, an approach to the, the football that is going to, you know, we're going to really want to enjoy. But uh, you just have a feeling that one by one, those kind of figures are going to kind of fall by the wayside because they've got slightly better offers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, um, well, you know, the, the best, I think the best we're going to, end up with is, is, is a Bilic uh, or possibly a Di Matteo and mm, um, yeah no I mean I'm I, not, 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 not first choice but in essence I think that's likely we've got to be realistic that's likely where we're going to gonna end up sorry <laughs> <laughs> the thing is the point is that the point is it, depend, it depends how well the board sell the club to to the kind of, you know, the top candidates that are out there. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, it's a good proposition now. It is, yeah, yeah. How, how well can they sell it? That's the question. Yeah, yeah. Well, they obviously didn't do a very good job with Ancelotti, did they? Because you said he yeah. had a better offer. Yeah. He's actually having his knee, surgery on his yeah, knee. knee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if that's a better offer than coming to us... <laughs> um, well, well, Benitez, uh, I think uh, they... Harry, they, Harry, Harry Redknapp Harry. left on knee surgery. He they did, Harry, yes. very optimistic <laughs> about Benitez, but obviously he's going. looks like he's going to go to Madrid. Um, Schalke look as though they're after they're after possibly after um, one or two people that we we would look for at Milan after Emery maybe. Um, I mean, the, for me, the dream the dream is Klopp, but I'd, you know the kind of project, the kind of kind of you know he's such an intelligent, articulate, articulate man. Um, the, yeah, the lovely head of hair. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's important. Is that a strong um, selling point for you, Phil? Um, yeah, Phil does on. have a magnificent head of hair, I've got to say. Yeah, yeah, as, a, as, a, as a follically challenged man myself. I, uh, I had to have it all cut off last night as well. Did you? Seriously, yeah. Alan Devonshire is very jealous. Yeah, that's right, yeah. He's, yeah. He, yeah. What a, how the mighty have fallen. Devon, Devonshire in his day had flowing locks, yeah, didn't well, he? he looked like, he, he, I, yeah. I've always likened him to a Colombian drug lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that black hair and the big droopy moustache. Yeah. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I say, when I introduce him on stage now, I always say that everything's changed, the moustache is gone, the long hair's gone. He used to have hair down on his shoulders. I said, that's the only thing that's the same. Mm-hmm. I said, his, his hair still reaches his shoulders, but it's only when he's asleep overnight. <laughs> it, falls, it falls out on the pillow and it gets in the he, he still can't run 400 yards, though. Uh, uh, no, bless no, him. No. He's, he's poor on it. That, that injury against Wigan, um, he, I mean, to be honest, he even came back after that, which yeah. it was amazing. Like Frankie Mack. Frankie Mack's yeah, the same, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, it yeah. was, yeah. Chris but with Frank, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, oh, know who I, did, I don't know who did. I don't know who did Dev at Wigan, but you know when he was yeah. he was a bad tackle, and um, to me he was amazing. I'd love to see him playing on the pitches that we they play on now. Yes, oh, that's because yeah, he was yeah. a, he was a yeah. genius, yeah, yeah, a yeah. wizard yeah. like George yeah. Best on mud on six inches of mud. You know. So what do you, how, how, what do you think about the state of play now, Phil? Where 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 we're going? And, um, you know, the big are... thing is next season is one of the biggest <laughs> probably in the club's history that. They've got to stay in the Premiership. Yeah, yeah. They have to stay in the Premiership. They can't go to the new stadium in the Championship. And um, they, they kept on... People keep coming to me. Again, the same argument. Well, you, know, you shouldn't sack Sam because he'll keep us in the Premiership no, next no. year. And I think, that's such a load of crap. No, you can't do that. He, he proved it this year that he's not good enough. And I think we, we have got to make the right decision. You can talk about all the, the guys who've got a lot of experience... You can look at Gary Monk this season. You can look at Ronald Koeman this season. Mm. Two inexperienced yeah, guys exactly. have gone into think, the Premiership yes. and absolutely done brilliant. But it, it seems so to be possibly something the owners are particularly keen on, though, isn't Billich. it? Yeah. Who yeah. knows whether he could yeah. do it or not? Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, but whether Every they appointment's can a risk, isn't it? Every it's manager a gamble. Everyone's going to be a risk. Do you think that whoever gets it is inheriting like a good... I think they're inheriting a good spine. I think there's a good... You know, I think there's three decent central defenders. I think there's a good goalkeeper. Yeah. What do you think? What do you make of Adrian? I like Adrian yeah. very much. Yeah, yeah Adrian. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. um, he's naive mm-hmm. because when you've got to think about it, he's, he's 28 years old, I think now, but he's played about 155 games or something like that in his whole career. I mean, I'd played that before I was 20, you know, because yeah, I got yeah, in early. Yeah. But with him, he came into the game very late. So basically, he's still learning. He's making yeah, these mistakes. Yeah. And so you're not going to see the best of him until he's over 30, well past 30. Mm-hmm. Goalkeeper coach. He got Bobby Mim- Booby Mims. So, we sort of used to call him Booby Mims when he was playing there. <laughs> believe me. Alan McKnight. I preferred Alan McKnight to Bobby Mims, believe me. Yeah. Alan's a nice guy. But, but, but yeah, no, I like you, Adrian. You do yeah. rate him, yeah. that's the point. I yeah. rate him very much. Rate. And I think, yeah, yeah. I, so what I'm saying is, I think he's only going to get better. So, yeah. it's important that West Ham keep him. Yeah. You know, it's no good. It's yeah. no good saying, "Oh," and then he goes to another club when he's twenty-nine, thirty, because they're going to get the best of him. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. It's good yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 yeah, so early, early uh, to mid thirties is a really good Phil, time for goalkeepers. I think we've already seen an improvement, haven't we? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 no, I agree. But I think we've got three good centers. Sorry, in respect to what you were saying earlier about the importance of the season, do you think the um, the Europa League thing is a blessing or a curse in that respect? Personally, I think it's a curse. I, mm. I don't think we're ready for it. I mean, no. I look at Everton and look at Everton this season. 
they were struggling big time in the league. They mm. were just above relegation all the way through. As soon as they got knocked out of the Europa League, results started picking yeah. up because they could do so. They're not, you know, it's, they play on a Thursday and then they come back or wherever it is, a long trip, play on a Sunday. And you think, oh, well, that's not so bad. But it's the disruption that it does to your yeah, routine, yeah. the travelling yeah. it takes out of you. There's been a pattern of that, hasn't there? There's lots a of the lot teams of involved of play on the yeah. Thursday, struggle. struggle. Even though the yeah. game is delayed to the Sunday, they still yeah. kind of struggle. They still struggle. And I think it really is. You've either got to have a huge squad of players that you can depend on. You can't yeah. keep playing the same. On the other players. hand, from the sort of romantic fans' perspective, the idea of the last season at the bowling possibly containing some of those classic European nights, that's very attractive yeah. as well. Oh, it is, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, don't, don't give I think from, from the fans' point of view, I think it's great. Yeah. I just think yeah. from the club's point of view, yeah, they, I, I think they might struggle. And I for a job that. description for a new manager, is <laughs> keep us in the Premiership. Oh, yeah. by the way, we're going to play in this yeah. tournament every Thursday yeah. night yeah. for the whole season. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll take that job. Yeah. That sounds really difficult. I'll take that job. But then, yeah. but then we, we could just approach it as an extended pre-season, which for, yeah, which for yeah. a new manager would be great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, because it's on, unlikely we're going to get very far. Let's no, be honest. Let's enjoy it. And when we get knocked out, we get knocked out. Some guys we could try out as well, like Poyet could be the king of that team. Yeah. 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 On the other hand, well, you know, if you're a confident guy, we're, we're in Europe. Win, yeah, the, yeah, win, yeah, the, win the bastard thing, win the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a great challenge for a new manager to take on straight away as well. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Anyone say the name of the team that played Seville last night? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want fancy? Yeah. Well, I don't know. They got to the final, right. didn't they? They done. They beat some good teams as well, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Beat Fiorentina. Yeah. They yeah. Did. yeah. They beat like some we good fancied teams. playing Tbilisi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we played. Tbilisi get a lot of air miles. <laughs> you get a lot of air miles. It'd be fun. You know, a lot yeah. of holidays. Um, we should just uh, enjoy it. Oh yeah, so, I, yeah, I think so. I think seriously, I think you just got to go. Totally enjoy the thing. Totally enjoy the experience. And and if Go as far as you can in it, but don't put too much emphasis on yeah. it. Yeah. Play, mm-hmm. play your youngsters. So, you know, give Elliot Lee a chance, for God's sake. He should have yeah. played in the last two games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, actually, that's an interesting point, because uh, I meant to say, when he came on on Sunday, he came on with kind of energy and attack. Suddenly, there was somebody in our team with you know, movement in front of the yeah. ball. Yeah. And a bit of, you know, he clearly wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. Why hasn't he been given a chance? Uh, Why hasn't Poyet been given a chance? Well, Poyet looks you're, great. You're, 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 great. You're safe, aren't you? You're safe mm-hmm. at Christmas. So why don't you... Well, I don't care about whether or not you're going you're gonna to have the job or whatever. From the fans' perspective, people who pay good money, a lot of money, to follow the team yeah. away from home... Why don't you just say, right, well, we'll give these guys a chance. We'll go, we'll go shit or bust. It and doesn't I think matter. If, we do, if you lose games, you know, you know think, playing yeah, an attacking brand of football, yeah, probably yeah, done, we would have probably done better. I think there is a kind of exciting, at least sort of spine of a team for a new manager to, to come in and they're not Sam's <laughs> men. I think they would play for a new manager. Yeah. I think uh, we have a good central defence. That's very, very important, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, when. Someone that's Colin Milne is in there. He's just You're shouting right. randomly. He's been get get that guy out of here. You're get right, Colin. Of... Yeah, yeah. We need to stay long for Colin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Motorized stays long. But... Take him out. So, um, um, yes, Jim. 
Jim's got a poem. <coughs> Jim's got oh, a poem. Oh I think this may be... Uh, we'll wrap up this first yeah. half podcast yeah. before we yeah. go to the Phil Park special. Yeah. With uh, a poem from Jim. As, 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 as for all my poems, this is dedicated to Matt Liston. Famous... Uh, Lover of poetry. Now, I know that um, uh, at the last podcast, uh, uh, Colin Milne took up a position on a chaise long just to listen <laughs> to your poetry. He did. He I did. don't know. Yeah, he Is did. there any, uh, are there any position? I, I don't know. Well, there are three poetry. spare seats down the front yeah, here. You could come and lie, come, come and lie down here. I don't know. They're quite good. Are there, are there any positions you'd like us to get into, Jim, to listen to the poem? Not especially, no. no. Phil, are you happy sitting like that? Yeah, happy? Sitting like yeah, that. yeah. I'd, I'd like him to do it in the voice of Pamers. Yeah. I think, <laughs> wow, I think you think that's good. Uh, I'm not doing it in the voice of Pamers now. No. Oh. Colin, is, Colin is here. Colin, uh, Colin's on stage. He's, oh, he's, no, he is here. Colin Milne is reclining on the stage behind us. Colin is now reclining. Yeah. Uh, Everyone else yeah. should listen to it like Sam Adams would listen or to it. Or beached, yeah. as we yeah. prefer to say. Yeah. <laughs> Colin is now beached at the back of the room. Um, right. Uh, shall we, off shall we, we go, Jim. Shall we begin? Jim. Yes, this is, uh, this is a little bit of context. This is a poem about goalkeepers. Oh. Phil's a goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Phil's a goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah. I, is... I spotted that. That's oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't just coincidence. Yeah. No, no. Does he know it's, Phil's a goalkeeper? Um, it's, it's a kind of follow-up to one two poems I've done in the past about the West Ham Way, if you like. Um, uh, so it's the West Ham Way sort of part two. Uh, OK. Jim, 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 Jim. Try and mention Phil. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. All oh, right, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. good yeah. Yeah. So it's got a subtitle, yeah. right, okay. which is With Big Phil in Goal, We Never Needed to Parks the Bus. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, I so it goes like this Well, well, well. When I first saw San Miguel del Castillo appear upon the team sheet, I thought, fucking hell, they're trying to sell us Spanish beer. I didn't know then you weren't an advert, Adrian. But I do know now, and wow, how I love your Latin antics. The pumping fists, the passion in your face... I love the way, however frantic, the action in the box, your sleek Hispanic locks are never out of place. That night before the Bobby Moore, when like a reckless matador you tore your gloves off, will ensure your West Ham fame. Loud and long, we'll always sing your name and still pronounce it wrong. (laughs) But wait, though great, you're not a legend yet. In the multi-screen Odeon of my head, there's a custodian or two I'd pick instead. Rob Green was one of my goalie loves. He was cool between the sticks with his ultimately ironic gloves saying England's number six. (laughs) And then there's Ludo, our bouncing Czech McClosco, the giant from Ostrava, which actually is farther from Moscow than from here. The man whose finest hour turned Fergie's claret sour. 
but the best I've ever seen in claret and blue stroke green. Our eternal number one is one big son of a gun whose stunning double saves and Cossack hairsprayed waves lit up my youth. Struth, you know I'm speaking truth. No ifs, no buts. He was the mutt's nuts, the bee's knees, even when his knees were dodgy. He made the goal look small. He was the greatest of them all. Big Phil, you're still the keeper of my dreams. Until I wake into my worst McNightmare. Very, very nice. Very nice. That is, um, I think that's probably a moment to, uh, to, to end on. Yeah, to yes. end on. That's a fantastic, uh, that's a fantastic poem, uh, Jim, to uh, a well-deserving rep- recipient of that. The best uh, keeper West Ham ever had. Absolutely. Uh, yes. so, so, no why don't we just wrap this podcast up now? So with me have been Jim Grant, Don Pareto and Phil Park. Yes. Cheerio. Cheerio. Sports Social Podcast Network.